0: tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck.
1: Hey, this is John from Geek Elite Media, and this podcast is being brought to you by Cuts by Candace. Candace Gist is a hairstylist that will work with you to get the right look. She uses her 18 years of experience to understand my needs and is the only one that comes near my hair. Mention our promo code Geek Out when making your appointment through the end of March 2019, and you will get 10% off your hair services. Follow Cuts by Candace on Facebook and Cuts by Candace 3 on Instagram and start looking the best you you can. Hey,
2: Mitch! Hey, Mitch! Hey, Mitch! Hey, Mitch! Hey, Mitch! Hey, Mitch! Hey, Mitch! Mitch! Hey, Mitch! Hey, Mitch! Hey, Mitch! Hey, Mitch! Hey, Mitch! Hey, Mitch! Mitch! Hey, Mitch! Hey, Mitch! Hey, Hey, Mitch! Hey, Mitch! Hey, Mitch! Hey, Mitch! Hey, Mitch! Hey, Mitch! Hey, Mitch!
3: Welcome back to another shift on the Geeks Watch. I am Steven, one of the guests today. To my right, I have Mitch of Geek Elite Media. <laughs> And to my left, I have John of Geek Elite Media.
0: You're of Geek Elite Media too, and you're not a guest; <laughs> you're a host.
3: I'm, I'm not in the geeks watch. I'm, you I'm, are. I'm not, in I'm the not ge- a recruit. I just. Oh, you did join? Yeah, it's. I'm like the the guy who's hanging out at 2 a.m. at the Circle K, because <laughs> his friend works at Circle K. On the geeks watch.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> That's yeah. very specific.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I
0: it feels like you're just. Non committal at this point. That's me. It's been a constant <laughs> issue for me in my relationship. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, We're getting a little bit deeper <laughs> <laughs> than we needed to. Uh, well, yes, you heard Steven. This is the Geeks Watch, and we're here to talk about Star Trek Discovery on CBS All Access.
2: Yay! Uh, Five dollars a
0: month. Five dollars a month. Not bad. No, it's not it's not bad. I don't want to pay for it. That's fair. CBS is supposed to be free. It is given to the people as a free uh, service Service? yes Mm -hmm. by the u.s government for them to be able to have advertisers that that was the whole point of network television but this
3: is exclusive to the streaming stuff
0: they shouldn't be doing that because they set a precedent
3: and now nbc is going to have one abc well abc is going to be disney plus i mean these you sound like a person who's like wait what electric cars why do they get a tax break we we've been using coal I'm just probably, fine. I'm fine with electric
0: cars getting tax breaks. That's no, it's Mitch. just it's just the things that affect you that yes. you get out of Your
1: money. your five dollars a month is going to a very good cost. We can now finally see bare Klingon breasts.
0: On TV. <laughs> it's true. That weird. was your favorite part. <laughs> you could be talking about. You're like in that scene in Fanboys with the kid when the, when the girl lifts her shirt up and the guy's just, Jay
1: Baruchel's character's just like, oh my God, oh
0: my God, for like three
1: states.
3: Oh my God.
1: <laughs> I'd, I'd prefer to be the character from Road Trip or, uh, was, no, not Road Trip. Uh, the Great Race, what was that one called? The, the Rat Race? Rat Race, yes. That uh, veers off the road after seeing some road boobs. Uh, that would be me. That would be you, too. I
3: remember this scene. I yeah. saw this as a little kid. Rat, rat <laughs> Race remember,
1: as a little kid. I hate you so
3: much I remember. Sometimes.
1: I remember Mr. Bean being in
3: it. Yeah. The Atkinson. <laughs> Action.
0: Wow. Yeah. Playing Mr. Bean, yeah, essentially. 100 Do you remember
1: John Lovitz uh, playing Hitler? No.
0: John, yeah. Did that
3: really happen in that the movie? That happened in the movie. Yeah. In a way.
0: God. In a way. It's not so much... Playing Hitler, anyways. Uh, all right, we got news to talk about because we took last week off, and uh, well, guess what? Things happened this week. So the big story: James Gunn got rehired by Disney. What? He's gonna come back and direct Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. I'm still processing this. This is incredible. Like to me, I honestly said if they ever gave they gave him the opportunity to come back, he would say no
3: because they ran him through the ringer. Yeah, but at the same time like gardens of the galaxy he's talked about it at large like he he loves this property and what he's gotten to do with it this is one of those situations where it's like i got to do something that was amazing my whole life led to this moment mm-hmm. and so i don't think he's going to be so petty as to be like ah well i mean they they got mad at me and then some people talk poop for a little bit and then <laughs> come back around like no he's like fuck yeah i want to go back <laughs>
0: yeah which I, I also say yeah you know He loves these characters. He Mm. loves the story that he started. He should get to finish off this trilogy. But what I also heard, and this is before that he got the job back, is that he was heavily going to be the architect of Phase 4.
3: That makes... I mean... Because the Russo's aren't going to be around
0: anymore. Space. Yeah. Yeah. A lot lot of it's going to be a lot of space. Space. Yeah. So I would assume that it's like his, like him wanting to be involved in in the creation of Phase 4 or whatever is going on there.
2: Yeah.
3: I mean, he could he could be the person who comes back around, like you said, like the Russo brothers, the architects of all this stuff. He's just the mastermind behind everything.
0: Yeah, and uh, and it sounded like um, uh, I mean, Kevin Feige has been fighting for him to come back, and obviously the cast was all for it. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit. I was like, I think maybe Bradley Cooper, Chris Pratt, and Zoe Saldana have enough pull to be like, hey, we really want him back.
3: I I just I don't understand. Because at the end of the day, like I, I think Guardians of the Galaxy, those are fine movies and everything, That, but they're just that. They're just fine to me. I don't get blown out of the water by Guardians of the Galaxy. If they were like, no, no more Guardians of the Galaxy, I wouldn't care. I'm one of the few people that like the second one more than the first no, one. I, I love the, the first the, one. The second one's way better than the first Thank one. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Like, I love
0: the first one, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But after a certain point, the movie kind of goes downhill for me. In yeah. that first one that second one i thought was compelling throughout the thing but i also have father issues so yeah i 100 <laughs> I, I, I understand you on one. uh, you're being pretty quiet about this whole thing you talk, talk it, about it, your father issues i'm still processing uh, that you thing. still process that <laughs> well, the actually
1: the part of the story that struck me was that this is actually something that was settled actually according to this a while ago and they just made it public like yesterday i, I don't see i don't see how they
0: could have kept it quiet for so long though i mean like everything only... gets leaked in hollywood
1: Apparently, but, I mean, that just seems kind of strange that, you know, they made such a big deal about, you know, kicking him off the property for the things that he was accused of doing and being and so on. And then to double back on it now and just being like, oh, well, just kidding. Like, he learned his lesson.
0: Well, someone on our Facebook page also came up with, uh, it was interesting that it came about when they're finally closing, completely closing the Fox... um, uh,
3: That's true. The
0: Fox Disney deal.
3: Yes, it's it's what the... 25th of April, or something like that. No, 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 no.
0: it's this month. It's supposed to be this week. This this month, yeah, Yeah. damn. It's supposed to be this week that they're gonna, it's all gonna be settled up. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like, I didn't understand why because it's like, it's still gonna be Disney that's in charge, they're the ones who fired him. But with the idea that James Gunn was constantly on his Twitter, like blaming the administration, the current government administration, Mm -hmm. who Fox, obviously, as their Fox News loves. You know, maybe that was the thing. That was one of their things.
3: But I mean, they are separate arms, though. Like they Fox, are separate arms. Yeah, yeah, Fox, yeah, Like, but television.
0: Rupert Murdoch still was in charge. Was yeah. at the head of the of the thing, at the head of the deal.
3: I, I just I don't think that it would be a thing where they go back on something. If that if that was like like big power play stuff like way up top and top management stuff where they were like no no no, see we got rid of James Gunn because he he didn't like you guys or you but it, I like, think it's
0: more like they're like you guys got to get rid of James Gunn yeah well that's, yeah. that's what I mean like I don't oh, think okay.
3: they'd be like well we got rid of him like now we do this merger and right. then afterwards they're like no come on back in and they sneak <laughs> him in the back door I think that would set a bad precedent for when they try to make other deals in the future oh yeah yeah which Disney is going to do yeah Disney is Disney, going to be the only company Disney's to own also
1: going to be making all the money they should have got his right. uh, non union Mexico in the Equivalent Jaime pistola.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I watch Jaime's movies. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I mean, if they were, if that was the whole, the plan from the beginning, they had to have had gun in on on it, right? Like, like, hey, we're gonna have to fire you, but stick around, kind of thing.
1: I just I, that could be why he was so diplomatic about it the whole time. Like, he never talked crap about Disney at he all. He never did how unfair this whole thing was or anything. Which he,
0: then brings me to my next point: Does Batista still have a good relationship with Disney because he was talking a lot of crap when all this happened.
3: Yeah, but at the end of the day, Batista kind of is Drax. You know what I mean? (laughs) And if you were gonna like, if you're thinking about like we're gonna make the secret play where like we have to like fake these guys out. Drax is the one you leave out of that, yeah. <laughs> so that he, he can like, be very How could natural. you betray me? Yeah, <laughs> I like that idea very much. <laughs> so then, that that kind of
0: brings us to the other part of the the next story was uh, you know, James Gunn got hired is going to be hired to do to direct the Suicide Squad, which mm-hmm. is Suicide Squad two sorta. It's a soft reboot because we're not going to remember the Suicide or Suicide Squad. It's going to be called the Suicide Squad. Um, we know uh, we know that. Will Smith is out is as Deadshot. record Shot?
1: for rebooting something?
0: It, it's got to be. It's comics, man. It's, I feel <laughs> like the day, it's comics. It is comics. <laughs> so that's going to be... Will Smith is out as Deadshot, but Idris Elba is coming in as Deadshot. Such a mistake. I, I agree. I love Idris Elba. Yeah. I watch him in anything. Mm-hmm. Except for that... I watched that first episode of Turn Up Charlie that came up this week. Oh, Not that good it. of a show. But <laughs> Idris Elba is awesome. He doesn't need to come in to be Deadshot. No. There are so many other characters... In especially, uh, especially in Suicide Squad, that he could have been, he could have, he could have made a great Bronze Tiger.
3: He no, he he could make great anything. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's just, just he's goddamn Elba.
0: He could have been Steel, but that'd be that, cool. That kind of makes me think that James Gunn must have wrote in Deadshot, and it must be very vital that it's Deadshot.
3: I, I, I suppose it's true. I mean, they're going forward with it. We had talked when when the stuff first happened for James Gunn. We were wondering um, if he was going to stay around and everything. No, he like their agreement for the stuff is that he stays around, finishes this, and then goes on to go do the Guardians of the Galaxy right. stuff. Yeah, it has to be. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Idris Elba in as as a Deadshot. We don't know about. Um, Margot Robbie apparently she there's sometimes she's in sometimes she's she's out. There's no official word yet. The unofficial word is that um, Rick Flag is not going to be returning. So then Joel Kinnaman wouldn't be returning. I don't think we've no heard any chantress either. I'm sure. Yeah, probably not. No, but Viola
1: Davis is coming back. I don't think
3: we. I don't think we. There's been an official word yet. No, I feel like we need. You have we to we have, need have Waller Amanda back. Waller. Yeah, in all of the DC stuff. That's what gives them license to do things that aren't just Justice League. Yeah, that would be that would be their Nick Fury. Uh-huh. like he, 100%. she she should totally go around and be like the foil
0: in Batman's side. Yeah, the government foil. You know. She should be the person right behind the general that's greeting Superman. Like all Who these should things. be J.K. Simmons. Who should be?
3: <laughs> J.K. Simmons should be. Ah, real good rookie it out there. <laughs>
0: Shame about the underwear. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah, then the the next part is that we actually got a list of characters that Gunn has included in his script to be a part of the suicide squad. Ooh. I don't know how I feel about some of these characters because I don't honestly know some of them um rat Catcher I do know ratcatcher is a batman villain
1: that sounds like a ninja turtle character <laughs> I, there that's is fair. a ninja
0: turtle character named oh no that's the rat king oh yeah yeah but uh essentially the same thing rat she- con- uh he the rat catcher in the comic books is a guy who controls rats uh, I believe um in this so script it's been be changed to pipe female Piper, basically yeah kind of like pipe yeah that doesing um nanu Nanau, or however you say it, is king. There, that's King Shark. King Shark is gonna be part of the Suicide Squad, which a lot of people
1: that are not comic readers know now from the Flash mm-hmm. TV show. But they made him a like a hammerhead in that one, didn't they? Isn't he supposed to be like a great white?
3: Uh, did, was he like a hammerhead in there? I remember it being pointy.
1: No, it's not pointy.
3: It's not pointy.
0: Maybe it is pointy. It's been too long now. I'll oh, but then there's also two two versions, because there's the version from this Earth, and there's the version from Earth 2 oh, that came man. over. It's the Flash that. again. That's the Flash, yeah. <laughs> uh, then we got Polka Dot Man, a character Christ. I've never heard about, <laughs> but essentially, it's a, a sworn, I would say, it says, a, uh, Mr. Polka Dot is a <laughs> Gotham City... Supervillain and like Ratcatcher, a sworn enemy of Batman. He grows multiple multicolored polka dots on his body that can be that can turn into fireballs and other weapons, even though for the most part he is embarrassed about his awkward abilities. So that he's really, really <laughs> stupid. He's gonna be replace, he's gonna be replacing uh, Boomerang, Captain Boomerang, essentially.
1: Uh, he just sounds it like was one of the best parts of the original.
3: I don't know, man. He's, he sounds like a person they had Hawkeye go up against in the West Coast Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> and they try to sell you on the fact that they've always been enemies.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, Batman has some of the stupidest, like, rogues gallery. Well, he's got the largest. Like, you got Condiment Man. and Condiment King. Condiment King, sorry. Oh. No that, disrespect to he, he his he, majesty. Yeah, he inherited the kingdom. Exactly. Yes. From his, from uh, his you father. Got, you got freaking you know clock king and clock king i love the clock king they need to use him more i you know it's just there's just some really weird stuff in there with <laughs> calendar that. man yeah i quilt, get it the crazy quilt crazy
3: quilt that guy what is it vertigo vertigo count, count vertigo yeah not is so it, much batman but but like is it count vertigo is the name yeah yeah i mean like honestly at the end of the day they, they sold me on that guy being a cool bad guy yeah so. yeah I'll take polka dot. and then there is Peacemaker.
0: Um, Christopher Peacemaker. Smith is an agent of peace whose motives are driven by an extremist form of pacifism <laughs> that makes him love peace so much he would kill for it.
3: Is, tell me that his his piece is like an acronym. His agent of peace.
0: Oh, I, you know it probably wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. And uh, most reports are saying that that's the character that uh, Dave Bautista would probably be playing. Is uh,
3: that a thing that's that was up in the air about him joining? Oh yeah, oh yeah, he's definitely what? he's
0: he's he's all for going to wherever James Gunn goes, huh? So
1: I didn't know this. That's a thing. He basically stated that James Gunn is the one that gave him his big break, so he feels like Oh, well, yeah, hey, James I Gunn gave him
0: his big break. Dude. Then he went to go be in a Bond movie, and then he was in a Blade fucking Blade Runner. But yeah, he was in a, a Ridley Scott movie. And he he was know, great in Blade Runner. He, he was very he understated. Was good. He's one of the best parts role. of that movie. I didn't, I didn't yeah. like that movie.
3: <laughs> It's a bad movie It's not a good movie It's not a good movie I like that movie But that's not a good movie man
1: Yeah It's hard to defend it Because I also agree Like I thought it was great But it's just not something I can recommend Yeah It's so weird I
0: feel like that movie Like um,
1: uh, Relies
0: so much on On its audio And for you That would be a little bit More difficult to appreciate
1: Yeah Definitely Yeah Yeah, I I did have issues In the theater with that (laughs) So, I mean, any, anything
0: else you want to talk about for James Gunn and, and the few... I mean, I'm, I can't wait for Brightburn. I think that looks awesome.
3: Yeah, that one... like That came out of nowhere for me. Like, I, that was the I'm, movie that I'm he... so was, excited. Well, he was
0: supposed to announce that at San Diego Comic-Con this past year. But he wasn't there? Well, he couldn't because that was the same day that all the... That he got fired from Disney and all of his oh. tweets came out again. And so, uh, essentially, Sony pulled his panel from their, uh, from their lineup and he wasn't able to come talk about it and nothing happened Like for the longest time until the trailer came out.
1: Dude, that was a bad few days. That was also when... when John uh,
0: Schnepp passed away.
1: And also, yeah. Chris Hardwick was also accused of some shady stuff that... Uh, I don't think that was the same time.
0: Yeah, because with, with Chloe Dykstra?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they were supposed to have... It was a little bit before it because the panel was upcoming. Yeah, that's right. It was a couple weeks before. And he didn't get to do it yet because yeah. of that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: So,
3: so,
0: yeah, it's... I don't... Like... John Snapp you know John. Sch- and a guy, he made the um, the documentary about um, whatever happened to Superman Lives, the the movie oh, okay. that was yeah, the yeah. death yeah. of
3: Superman Lives. The death of Superman yeah. Lives. I, I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. Never yeah. Mind.
0: yeah. So mm-hmm. he, yeah, he passed away un- un- unexpectedly. Hmm. Um, cool. Uh, yeah. James Gunn going to be working for Disney again. He's going to be doing. He's going to be directing for both companies, just like Joss Whedon has, if you count Justice League. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, I, I I'm all for it. I think James Gunn can go wherever he wants. I don't think that James Gunn is exactly like oh no he's only like this company or anything. He can go literally anywhere. It's weird that he's doing exclusively like superhero kind of feeling things though.
2: Uh, that's
0: true. Like Brightburn. Yeah, like Brightburn. Uh, I think the what was the last thing that wasn't super. I mean, he didn't direct uh, the Belko Experiment, but I think mm-hmm. he wrote it. Yeah. And the, this uh, this one, the Brightburn is is written by his other brothers. His brothers. Mm, not the brother that. Um, that's oh, in not, Guardians not, of the Galaxy Yeah The stand-in
3: for Rocket Yeah Sean, <laughs> Sean I, l- Gun, yeah. Yeah, I Sean love that Gun. visual so much <laughs> um, I, uh, well, this, this is a longer conversation But at some point I want to have a conversation About the Whether the oversaturation Of superhero things Just in general um, Like the implications of that And then comparing it To other things In pop culture Okay Or like Even like spirituality And stuff like that I'm, I'm Even spirituality Yeah Because they're the new gods Basically They are You know And so I, I don't know I just have a whole thing About this at some point
1: So what you're saying is that we're entering a spiritual age where we look up to superheroes. Well,
3: because, I mean, like, everyone's like, God, like, why are superhero things everywhere? This is is a long conversation. Um, But no, (laughs) um, people, like, they're like, superheroes are all over the place. Like, they're just literally, that's all of the movies. People don't go to movies that aren't those movies. But at the end of the day, I mean, a bunch of the old blockbusters and old Hollywood, like Ten Commandments and things like that, stories that people already knew, just because it came from a different book. Everyone read the Bible.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I mean, look at Passion of the Christ that came out just over ten years ago. Mm-hmm. See, I mean that that's everybody or not everybody, but everybody went and saw that. I didn't go see it, but you know, it made all the money. Yeah. So, it, I I think that I think that people need that thing.
1: It mm-hmm. oh. was beautifully shot. Yeah, it was a very good movie.
3: No, yeah. I just I just think like at, at times like. People like they question this stuff. But at one point in time the only thing that kept like art and stuff alive was patrons who paid for stuff to have like like all of their religious icon- oh, like, yeah, iconography true. painted yeah. on things. Okay. So I don't know. It's I an mean,
1: interesting one. There was a time when, you know, all people went to go watch was Westerns. Yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, you know, the the idea where the whatever's in the zeitgeist that just clicks and but I also people think, run it into the ground. I also
0: think yeah. with Westerns it was the it was the easiest thing to shoot too like there was so much open space that people could do that now we shoot everything on green screen and yeah. you have the technology to make people look like they're flying or like a metal suit comes across them like builds upon their body like thing that so it's just the accessibility and the the you know obviously what people want to watch like mm-hmm. if, i think i think if we when when the next set of avatar movies comes out or when avatar two comes out if we see that people still want to go see that we'll see more alien movies if you you know if if something else comes out I mean, yes it's hard to make a movie that's not or to get a movie out that's not a superhero movie <clears> or a comic <throat> movie at this point i think when that thing comes ac- comes around whatever it is it's gonna it it will just be what people are looking for
3: yeah I just, I don't know, it, it, it's an interesting one to compare all the trends. I just think that, because,
0: I don't know, as much as I love superheroes and comic books and stuff, like, I still see people that are just like, I don't care for any of this. I don't,
3: I, I, I don't like capes. But at the end of the day, I'm I'm fine with superhero things. Uh-huh. I, I think at this point, I'm just tired of seeing the same characters that I saw before. And I think that's, what you're
0: gonna, that's what's going to happen with Phase 4 and beyond. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to see a lot more different types of characters. Yeah. Which, I'm, I'm curious to see if people stick around. Brings for... us to the next story. <laughs> Guess what? They're making a Shang Chi story, a Shang Chi movie over at Marvel. <laughs> None of us know who Shang Chi are. No. Like I've read maybe two comic books with Shang Chi in it. There's uh, there was his run in Ultimate Spider-Man where he taught Spider-Man how to fight because all Spider-Man re- relied on before that was being strong Spider enough Sons to Sons just punch fast. people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then there was uh, in the more recent Gail Simone uh Domino series, which is very good. It is very good. Gail Simone's a champion. Yes, she is. Domino kind of loses her luck powers and she has to learn how to fight again like mm. she has to relearn how to fight without those so she goes to Shang-Chi to, to learn and they kind of become a little bit lovey-dovey on each other so
3: do you think that, that like them putting him into other stuff is kind of like a precursor to him being adapted into movies? Because we saw that happen ages ago with Nick Fury's visuals changing oh, yeah, and stuff, yeah. they had a plan. Well, I, I definitely
0: think that for the Domino thing, but the his run in in Ultimate Spider-Man that was over ten years ago.
3: Yeah, but that was when they started really planning stuff for the movies, though.
0: Yeah, but they couldn't have been thinking that the MCU was going to get to fa- four <laughs> that's, phases. That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, yeah, Shang-Chi has a director. It is. Director Destin Daniel Cretton. Like I don't know if I said I think Daniel's the only <laughs> name I said correctly in that, but no, De-
3: uh, Destin was right. You think okay. Destin yeah. is? Okay. Yeah, There's a, there's a guy from uh, IGN is Destin Legary. his name is spelled the same way.
0: Perfect. Um, he has three type three movies to his uh credit at the moment. Short Term 12 starring Brie Larson, uh, 2017's The Glass Castle, which I believe also has Brie Larson in it. And then there's something about to come out. Which I believe also has Brie Larson in it. Huh. And I'm guessing that Brie Larson might show up in Shang-Chi because <laughs> Captain Marvel could. I don't see why not.
3: I mean, she, she's clearly going to be one of the, the biggest forces going forward. Oh, yeah.
0: She's definitely going to be. I mean, you seen the movie. Yeah. She is OP like no other. Yeah. Like, OP, she's A- overpowered. AF. <laughs> A- A- there you go. <laughs> um yeah, you obviously yeah, she has to I mean, but what if what if not? What if like in game comes around and she dies and everybody's just like what the f-?
3: Honestly like at I- at this point, like I think that's one of the things that we do need to see happen. Like, there's some pow- there's some powerful character there, and just like, no, 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 this person's amazing. No one can take them down, and they immediately get taken down. <laughs> that's the thing that we do need. That was one of the things that was so refreshing about Deadpool too. They're like, oh, we've got this whole crew together. They're all fucking dead. That's true. You're <laughs> absolutely right. I was so happy, <laughs> and I loved that Shatterstar.
1: <laughs> do you think Stephen Chow might be too old to play Chang
3: Shi?
0: Yes, Stephen Chow. Stephen Chow from uh, Kung Fu Hustle and Shaolin Soccer.
3: Oh no, I want it, but I think he was too old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would,
0: if they were going to get him, they would have just had him direct it because he directs those other movies. Uh,
1: that's true. He does direct. Uh,
0: I mean, we can we can venture on you know uh, racial insensitivity and get Tony Jaa. That'd be awesome for me. I mean, he's <laughs> he's Thai though.
3: I mean, Tony Ja is awesome.
0: Though. Tony Ja is awesome. And then there's. Iowa Kai's. I don't know how you actually say his name. he is uh, Indonesian. If you saw the raid redemption, okay, yeah, yeah. like that's him. That's that guy.
3: Mm. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I don't think that they'll miscast any kind of no. race things anymore. No, it's, it's 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 a problem. It's it's a big problem.
0: <laughs> it can kill a franchise.
3: Yeah, I man, just imagine if we'd gotten a good Ghost in the Shell movie. I, I but
0: thought that, the that Ghost out, in the Shell movie was fine.
3: It was a bad movie. It's. I, even not in the beginning, there's there's story issues. The anime is not even that great. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I don't like the first film that much. Okay. I, I, I like um, standalone complex, the TV show. Ah. It's basically like the Game of Thrones of uh, Ghost in the Shell. Everything is talking about implications of consciousness. <laughs> it's good. Some big ideas stuff. Yeah, no. it's good. I like it a lot. Okay, so uh, yeah,
0: short term 12. Uh, I need to go check that out. I haven't seen it. Apparently, it also has Rami Malik in it and like another person that's pretty big now. Hmm. Uh, another director that's in the MCU, which he, he had a <laughs> funny tweet this week because it was good. Did you see that? It was good when they uh, when it was announced that, that James Gunn was coming back, he's like, Wait, I thought I was gonna be doing it, but like he'd already said a long time ago that, like, I know. James should be the one that directs this, like mm-hmm. the kind of thing. like him and um, someone else. Another director said the exact same thing. He's Like, no, that's you know who should direct who should direct it. James Gunn, he he'd be great for it. Like, I don't know who the other. Person. I forget who it was, but it's okay. I wonder
3: if that was actually one of the bigger things. The yeah. other directors being like, no, yeah, he should make it.
0: Yeah, yeah, probably. But then again, that's that's like getting known directors to say that. Like, I can imagine there's some up and coming director that had been like, look. I I know it's a, it's a good thing that I should I should be saying James Gunn should do this, but I I need
1: my name to get out there.
3: There's no way that the, David it, Goyer David Goyer David S Goyer. Shut up.
1: <laughs> All right. Hey, you know he's good at making the third part of a movie. Hey, I like Blade <laughs> Trinity as we've said many times
0: over.
3: Only you. So what? I can sit here and stand my ground. I think so far, I think that I probably would like this one also, because I feel like we're pretty in line with which things we disagree (laughs) with the general public on. This is
0: true. Um, But yeah, I don't remember who the other one, but Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi is going to uh, direct the the pilot episode and be the the executive producer of a Time Bandits TV show for Apple TV. Bad
3: idea. That's so weird. I just i I've never been a Time Bandits fan. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, there's not very many Terry Gilliam things that I enjoy. Um, it's
3: pretty much exclusively Monty Python related. See,
0: I don't even like Monty Python all
3: that much. That's okay. <laughs> I, I watched it as
0: an eight year old.
1: That's I where like, it belongs. I like the Monty Python movies more so than the show itself. Uh, that's a little too british for me I think <laughs> the, movies, the movies have a little bit more mainstream feel to them even though they're still weird as fuck i, I
0: just never got the appeal of holy grail i just i and i know it's, that's like the big one for everybody like, it's it's just i've never seen life of brian though that's okay or the meaning of life which one's the that's, one that's that's the, 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 the of brother life. of uh jesus or something that's like that? that's life of brian life of brian okay
1: i think the meaning of life is probably one of my favorite comedies it's just it's more like a series of vignettes than like as cohesive a well, story but so
0: is now for something completely different i've watched that one and that's just a bunch of different vignettes and and,
1: and sketches yeah but i mean i love brazil and for all its
3: quirky Never dystopianness it. it's 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 pretty cool
1: it's right up there with dune for just like really weird sci-fi but see i don't like dune well i mean
3: you're gonna like it this time though
2: yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> on this next uh, go around everyone
1: else that's in it yeah Denis villeneuve <laughs> Like I, I
3: trust him. I, I love him. I didn't like his Blade Runner, but I love him. So I'll give <laughs> well, it a try. Ridley Scott was still around. Ridley I mean, Scott is diminishing returns, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Stop putting him on movies. Yeah, I think he peaked in the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't. I like The Martian. Yeah, but that was that was already a good thing. Yeah, it was a he good still- book
1: first, and he just filmed uh, it. Okay, yeah. and, and Gladiator. I mean, it was Yeah, it Gladiator was, was great. It was okay, but then there's also like his planned sequel was gonna have well, Mark. Uh, there's a reason his- why that sequel didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's was, it was such a bonkers story. Like he's he's got the same problem George Lucas does, is that he did something really really cool early on in his <laughs> career, and now everybody's like, oh, you're the guy. And he's like, yeah, I am the guy, but he really isn't. No, like he's he not just the guy. had a lot of really good, talented like partners that helped with production design yep. and like art who's direction. The, who's the art, dir- art director, production design for Alien? Uh, was, that
3: well, was, uh, G- Giger helped develop the visual style. I remember love that. So
1: much. Yeah. Giger and John Gerard Mobius, I think, was yeah, dude, also involved. Mobius, Mobius um, is the best. Basically, a lot of the people that were involved in the original version of uh, Jodorowsky's Dune Mm -hmm. ended up defaulting to Alien. Mm -hmm. Um, You had Daniel Bannon and um, (laughs) the dudes that did the special effects for Dark Star. I mean, a lot of really talented people that ended up needing a job ended up working for him. And they brought all this other top-tier talent to what's essentially a slasher movie in space? Yeah, yeah, no, that's definitely what
0: that
3: is. A- anything I don't think I've ever seen anything that Mobius was involved with turn out poorly. And he's only helping develop visual styles. Mm.
1: The City of a Thousand Planets. What's that? Valerian.
0: Yeah, Valerian. I love Val- Valerian. The movie. The movie was great, other than the two stars.
3: Mm. Yeah, so we I do, wanted to we like it real bad. But that was <laughs> a bad movie, dude. That movie there's, is not bad. My hand's stuck in a space box. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. it's it's different <laughs> hey you were asking I, I for stuff that that's different than superheroes i did
3: i did want things that were that were different and that was not that was not in a good direction look
0: i i liked it, it they just picked. if they i'm telling i'm telling you if they would have had two different stars if it wasn't da- but dane DeHaan and dane dane Dehan Novi, is great though but not in this yeah i'll agree with that one it's just you want you want the cure for, so for wellness Dane DeHaan, you you
3: no, put him I, in stuff I, like I that. Want, I want Chronicle. You put him in stuff where Chronicle, where he's the. I he's want the, Green Goblin. He's
0: Dane Dane the. Dane <laughs> no one wants that. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Like you put him in in stuff where he has to play the character from Chronicle or the mm. character from Cure for Wellness. Like that's perfect for him. Look at him. He looks like he's dying, anyways. Yeah, he's he's but got he woe in his eyes. You can't sell me on he's this Han Solo. Kind of Han Solo, uh, special agent. Uh, you know. A macho dude In outer space It doesn't work They should have got Asa Butler
1: Instead a but- Butterfield oh, Butterfield a- a- yeah, Something like that Asa Butterfield Asa yeah. Butterfield, Ace of
0: Butterfield. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, Even him is He's a little too he's sickly too looking He's
3: young though. Like
0: they could have They literally Have their Scores
3: of Leading men Action <laughs> just, dudes That they could have been Go find some of those Those background people From one of the maze runners Or something Yeah <laughs> Sure I would have not enjoyed it, but it would have been better. <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. I wanted that movie to be good. And Cara
0: Delavine is not a good actress. I don't care what people tell me. I have not. I
1: have yet to see a movie where she's good in it.
3: I'll stand by that one.
1: All right, thank I you. I like her. She's uh, she's meant to be seen and not heard. Ouch! Damn.
3: <laughs> no, I I I think she's good. I like her as a person, like yeah, in interviews and things probably, like that. Sure?
1: I'm sure she's a lovely person. Yeah, but yeah, her acting leaves quite a bit to be desired. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing
0: I've seen yet. That I, bear in mind, I I didn't see Paper Towns or whatever that one was, where she runs away and the dude tries to follow her or whatever. I, I think it's the, called Paper Towns, that John Green book. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, but yeah, uh, Valerian and Suicide Squad. Just Suicide was, Squad
3: was just a whole barrel of monkeys itself. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but. Time Bandits. Not good. <laughs> what we were supposed to be talking about. I, I tried watching that movie so many times when I was younger and I just never made it through.
0: No, I've, I watched it one time because we were doing this thing like every Saturday night where we got together as a group and someone brought one movie, like kind of thing. And, mm. and that was the first time and the only time I'd ever watched that movie. That
1: used to come back. That was a fun thing.
0: That was a fun thing.
3: Who tried to bring that movie?
0: Uh, it was, was it a, Chris? No. Who was? I think, I want to say it was Chris Dole. Crystal, I, uh, little Crystal, she's the one that brought that one because mm. she's—I think she, she's a huge Terry Gilliam fan. Mm.
1: Actually, whoever it was that brought um, Tideland, yes, that fuck that been... person, whoever that was. I believe that was also Crystal,
0: or it might have <laughs> been—it might have been Kim. But God,
3: that movie was just something yeah, else. <laughs> don't don't look
0: it up. Don't go looking wow. for it. Just... just
3: immediately looks it up. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Pretend we just never mentioned it. Um,
0: Tideland was terrible. Anyways. Time bandits. I, <laughs> we're going to have to go find uh, little people actors or are they going to
1: pull
3: uh, The Hobbit?
1: No, you got to bring is back, that part uh, of the story.
3: You just bring, you, Warwick Davis is yeah. going to be in it.
1: You got to get Tyrion Lannister in it. and uh, <laughs> So just the famous. <laughs> yeah. Yes, get, the, get all the fame. Get Wee Man. He's not doing anything these days, I'm sure. Is he still alive? Yeah, I think so. Doesn't he run like a taco shop in LA or something? I don't know. I
0: genuinely Bernd don't know. Troyer's dead. I know that.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he was a little too short, though. Like, you got to go for the, the, there's a separate term. Now there's too
0: short? Jeez. I don't know. I'm not in for this. And then it's already on Apple TV. Like, it's an Apple series, which I don't have Apple products. So I don't, I wasn't going to be watching. I, I don't know if any of the shows that they've announced have come out on that thing yet. Like, I know they've announced a slew of TV shows. I just don't know if any of them have come out.
3: I don't, I don't remember actually right now. I know that they had big big name talent things like like one of those ones where they had a person, if not actually him, but a person like uh, Ridley Scott, you know, for for their series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they actually have a series from him that's supposed to be in I there. I think so too. But yeah, I don't know.
2: Apple can go to hell. All right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Apple TV. Wait, you're series. a graphic designer. Don't you use Apple products? Nope. Well, nope. I, it's the that, industry standard, isn't it? How do you st- stop being a
3: thing a long time how ago. How do you do your job then? I, d- I just don't, you know? I just <laughs> I don't. Do you I just don't. use like pastels and oils I, and stuff? It's just MS like, Paint.
1: That's
0: all I use. <laughs> 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 all right. Last uh, bit of Marvel stuff that we're going to talk about is, hey, guess what? Marvel on Disney Plus is going to have a TV show called uh, What If? Based off the What If? series. And it's supposed to tied directly into the MCU universe. What? Yeah, so... I didn't know that part. Yeah, what people were speculating or what's been said is that things that have happened in the MCU so far, you're going to get an episode of what if it had happened this way instead. So maybe we'll go back to um, uh, what if Peggy Carter was the one that got the super soldier serum at the beginning. I would be down for that. So then you get um, Hayley Atwell to come in for one episode to be... Super Soldier I want this. Peggy.
1: I'd want to see uh, like the male, like Steve Rogers, as the whatever role that she had in the movie is, mm-hmm. and then do that same scene where he like has is, to like touch her pecs. <laughs> mm, it's not gonna happen. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, but, I, I, th- this is amazing. This is what I've wanted.
0: Yeah, that I think it would be great. I mean, and then if it's also animated, you can get uh, you know Robert Downey Jr. to come back and just voice. Oh, you know, does Tony that mean Stug, that they might Stark. have?
1: They'll Tony be Stark. bookending the Stark. episodes with like introductions by Uatu. <laughs>
0: That would be great. Cause I would that's how all the comics that. were, right? Yep, that's how. Well, not all the the what ifs are like that, but most of them are. Yeah.
1: So.
3: I think it's interesting to bring like to bring that person in in the first place because we're talking about the Watcher, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, like, they've
1: already been featured somewhat as a cameo
3: in Guardians um, of the Galaxy. We gotta see him. We got to see him. Yeah. Because we're going to get another Super Silver Surfer movie. For some reason, people love Silver Surfer. So. I, don't, I don't know why either. Yeah. I, I've well, never understood. I
0: think with the Fox deal, you know, I think Silver Surfer would be the perfect one to bring in the end, end game to herald in the Galactus. phase four with Galactus. I see what you yeah. did there. Yeah, herald in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I I don't, I don't see why it wouldn't happen.
1: Oh, if they did Marvel Zombies in a what if? They could do that too. Yeah. Be so they could in. definitely
0: do
3: that. Uh, who, who who does the guy who played at what is it Andrew Lincoln who does he play in this because they <laughs> they'll get him in for it <laughs> no,
0: just to come in and to be the voice of somebody yeah uh, uh, I don't know who he could be
3: because Marvel zombies had there's a lot going on in Marvel zombies just in general there's a yeah, lot I mean
0: and it started off as a what if well that's not true it started off as an ultimate story so ultimate uh, universe ultimate fantastic Four, uh Reed the Reed Richards in that universe peered into other dimensions and he, the first thing he went to was saw a world that was just zombies. So then from there, they decided, hey, that's a whole line of books that we could do and then they got into volume four, I believe, and then they even got into Marvel Zombies versus Ash or something like that. So or Evil Dead or whatever you call Those it.
3: Those comics didn't sell. No, but I worked in a comic store at that point. They didn't go anywhere. No. Nobody <laughs> yeah. touched that shit. Also Civil War two fucking died. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that didn't that, that stuff wasn't good.
1: Well, how can you have a second Civil War? I mean
3: Yeah. it's it's
0: just it just it's Play off of the memories. Just kill Captain America again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. So, uh, Game of Thrones. We talk about this show. It's it's uh, where we get our name from. It's coming back in April. What? Yes. Yep. So sooner than later. Apparently, I just found this on my my DirecTV this weekend. There is a whole channel of HBO that's dedicated to a game
2: of Game of Thrones.
0: Yeah. Like I went to it. It's like. After all the movie channels, and I was like, "What is this game?" It says HBO Game of Thrones Challenge. I was like, "What is this?" I was like, "Oh, they must be playing them all in succession, so that people can just jump in and watch it, and then you know, kind of thing." No, it's an interactive game I can play on my T V. Like it's straight up from AT and
3: did not know. This is this existed? like a Bandersnatch situation? I don't
0: know. I think I I just saw it. I turned it on and I was like, "Oh, this is interesting." And Why I was did gonna you show not t- start playing it immediately? Because I wanted to show
3: you guys. <laughs> look look out for the let's play of Game of Thrones <laughs> <laughs> Oathbreaker from the Geeks Watch. Okay, on well that's Media. not Oathbreaker is a
0: different thing. Oath, Oathbreaker is going to be the that's the story that we're going to talk about. It is a uh, tabletop game. A tabletop game that says a game of intrigue and betrayal, which obviously is exactly what Game of Thrones is, plus the incest and dragons. Um, but, yeah, it says uh, two double-sided game boards, six double-sided character boards, six house sigils, hand of the king emblems, uh, 60 award- reward cubes, 125 cards, 30 oversized mission cards, order chaos, and round trackers, and a rule book It'll all come in. It's all from Dire Wolf Games.
3: This sounds like um, all of the game pieces and the style of this thing. You have to accomplish it in this many turns or whatever, 22 turns or something like that. Everyone has character cards where you have yep. like a couple abilities or something. Yep. It, it sounds like, what is it, um, uh, Last Night on Earth, the zombie games. Oh, I don't think I But ever- it's, it's a modular board game. Very good game. Really? Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, game of Thrones Oathbreaker is a game of deception and social destruction. One player assumes the role of king or queen, while the others... Uh, represent the great lords and ladies of the houses of Westeros. Some are loyalists who want order in the realm. Others are conspirators seeking to undermine the throne and all of them have a secret agenda of their own. Who is truly loyal? Who is simply hungry for power, honor, and coin? It's up for the, it's up to the king to figure out uh, before it's too late. So, I'm just
1: there for the brothels.
0: Yeah, I don't think they're going to have brothels on the tabletop
3: game? Yeah, no, I, I don't think so. You can play Tokaido, though. They have bathhouses in there. That's how you win. (laughs) Oh.
0: I mean, does that sound like anything that either one of you is interested in? No. No, not
1: at all. (laughs) I'd like like to give it a try. If I could get enough people to get in on it, that sounds like it'd be fun.
3: It's up. Sport games are like, like $65 usually. Right. You play it twice. I've been down that road. I mean, that's <laughs> why you
0: just have to, like, you, you say that it's for business and you write it off on your taxes and there you we get go. the money back. That's the <laughs> good fair. advice from Geek Elite Media. <laughs> done. Geek Elite Media finances. Like, you got it from here. Uh, all right, Microsoft. Microsoft now lets you stream PC games to an Xbox One and use a controller. Uh, I don't understand this.
3: Steven? So, uh, essentially what this is is um, the cloud processing happens elsewhere. You just get piped video and you play the video. It's Netflix or video games, which is a thing that we've had on some other services and stuff. Um, Not a lot of them have been super great. People have had their qualms with each of them. Um, I think that they, they pushed this announcement up ahead to get out ahead of uh, Google doing theirs because Google was like, they were pushing theirs really hard and they set a date during GDC, the game developers conference to actually put this out there. So. so is this affected by latency or anything? No, like this stuff, that's the whole thing for this Like whatever they're doing in the back end of stuff Gets this video to you nice It's not going to be 4K That's, that's not going to be the case um, There's nothing stopping it from being 4K originally But it's just your internet quality will have to be good um, this, is, this, is the same, this ties into the same stuff we talked about The last episode that I was on With um, the streaming stuff going to your Nintendo Switch Okay Same kind of thing
0: so it sounds, and I think I read somewhere where they talked about um, Valve games or uh, like Steam. Steam games. That's what it is.
3: Are they doing something similar?
0: Like, No, well, I think this is going to be tied in with that.
3: I don't know if they're going to do that because I think Microsoft's getting to a point now where they're, they're trying to essentially stop selling boxes since uh-huh. people have all these devices like phones and whatnot right? that are already super powerful. Um, I think they're trying to get to a place where people don't have to keep buying their boxes. They sell the software and the, the system that gets you things. One of the good things for Xbox has always been Xbox Live. It's great. Okay. Yeah, there's no money in the hardware. They lose money on that
1: usually.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, well, that's interesting. Uh, Lord of the Rings TV show that's set at Amazon. Uh, is is They have set that it's going to be set in the second age, 3,000 years before the movies. So does that include... I mean, 3,000 years is big enough... Uh, generalization That it would be That includes the Hobbit Because look the at, Hobbit Look at Stephen's smile
3: right now I I'm, was I'm, I'm, I'm like John what does that mean? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what does the second age mean John?
3: Oh
1: boy Well <laughs> Do you remember The intro to Lord of the Rings? The little uh, forward Before the main story starts You get the little history Of Middle Earth uh, I remember
0: that one ring was given or like three rings were given to man and nine
1: rings were given to elves or some shit. It's actually the other way around. Good okay. try. <laughs> humans got a bunch. Yeah, there was nine rings for humans. So, yes, essentially what you see in the little preamble there is that's essentially what's going on in the second age. The second age is after all of the really super crazy got stuff ended. Um, you know, there's like an age of man. uh when they come into prominence and their kingdoms are formed and all this other stuff happens sauron um who is essentially a fallen angel uh he's technically of he is yes oh. there's there's actually like a satan character called uh, melkor in lord of the rings he was like the second in command for uh in the kingdom of eru elubitar he's like the great you know creator of this place and he had like a whole slew like a pantheon of subservants and Melkor was like his second in command and he revolted much like satan did in christian bible because tolkien definitely based a lot of his work on christianity Mm -hmm. and um so once that guy was defeated
0: so he was just like you know what's great about the Bible, all this, but you know what's not so great? There's no dragons. <laughs> Basically, yeah. I mean that's fair.
1: <laughs> I mean, there, there's a well, there was not a lot of hairy-footed people in it either, no, unfortunately. Okay. So unless you count the Canaanites. So <laughs> the uh, <laughs> after the first age, you know, you kind of have a, a period of settling down, um, and that's when you know the great wizards were sent down. Five wizards were sent to Middle Earth. Uh, and Sauron was essentially kind of like a sub lieutenant of like this big satanic character. So even though in Lord of the Rings they make him seem like he's the biggest baddest of them all, he actually isn't. There's definitely a few people that are a few like levels of power higher than him. They're just so far removed in the history that you know people have kind of forgotten about him, mm. or they're somewhere else in you know in space essentially. Um, actually, fun fact: Middle Earth is a, a flat Earth uh, area like environment. Like there is a, a rim. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there there is an edge to the world. It's 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 a disc shape, but it's definitely circular and flat. It's really interesting. And there's a portal that leads you to basically like the reach the furthest reaches of the unknown. And that's where all the bad guys were pushed out. And someday they're gonna come back. But for right now, they're still floating out there in space, just kind of lost. So second age is uh, essentially. The Making of the Rings, uh, Sauron coming into power, um, a lot of other stuff going on with the wizards exploring the world. Uh, In the movies, we've only ever seen three of them. Well, technically two in the first Lord of the Rings trilogy, and then in the third we get the third, which is Radagast, the brown. There was also two other wizards, um, Palando and some other dude. They were known as the Blue Wizards, and they went off into the east and were never heard from again. Apparently, it was supposed to be part of another story that Tolkien never got to finish. It was just kind of like, oh, yeah, well, there's two other wizards. He fought in... They went that way. World War One. Yes, he did.
0: But like, yes. but- were like opiate houses, like a big thing. Then
3: is that where he got this idea from? He just well, a lot of Final Fantasy. He must have been. Oh, okay. He must
1: have been gassed or something. I mean, that was when they were doing all that mustard, mustard gas. But uh, he yeah, talk, he did talk
3: about disliking his hometown becoming a place for like industrialization and stuff. Oh yeah, uh, that's so he why breathing a lot of fumes. That, that's that's, that's
1: how he uh, he smoke. and he put that in Lord of the Rings with Saru, uh, Saruman. Um, Essentially destroying nature in order to make those infernal machines. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of real life allegory stuff. As a matter of fact, kind of tangential to this, there's a Tolkien movie in the works. Yeah. Yeah. Nicholas Holt playing Tolkien. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm very intrigued. And I like uh, already some of the visuals you can see where you can clearly see that there's like you know battle going on like World War One activity. Right. And in his mind's eye, like kind of envisioning it like night battles or something like you know, mythical warriors going to battle just because of how crazy it must have been back then for someone in the early 1900s seeing like these kinds of atrocities. So all in all, I'm interested because (laughs) this means, A, we're not getting a retread of Lord of the Rings, which we've already gotten. Twice, Twice, essentially, (laughs) yes. This is going to be something that's way further. Interestingly enough, a lot of the big players like uh, Gandalf and... uh, Elrond? Yeah, Elrond, Galadriel, Saruman, all of these guys would still essentially look the same in this age. Just gray. Just, uh, (laughs) well, yeah, Gandalf would be gray. (laughs) Uh, But, I mean, of course, Saruman is, uh, well, Christopher Lee is no longer with us. I don't think Gandalf would want to. that was Salomon. Yes, he was Saruman.
0: Oh, you said Gandalf.
1: Well, I was also going to venture into Gandalf. I said, I don't think. uh, uh, It doesn't matter. Ian McKellen <laughs> as Gandalf would want to come back for the TV show version of it. Probably not. But uh, why I mean, not? Maybe they can get a who is it that plays it? Michael Fassbender play young <laughs> oh, Ian McKellen. <laughs> I,
3: I think who's the the guy that played the king that was eating messy tomatoes everywhere?
1: Oh yes, uh, yeah. So he was a uh, Boromir's dad.
3: Yeah, I think he can come in and play him. I don't think that would be an issue. He could. I think That's people would be okay with that. John Dipping. Noble. Yes, the, that's the guy. Is it the guy who was in uh, Legends? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Who played himself? <laughs> yeah. At one point? <laughs> um, now, uh, well, we already know that Amazon paid a, quite a bit to get this franchise, to get the the rights to it so they can do it.
3: Quite a bit is an understatement. Yeah.
0: Do you think they're actually going to put big stars in it so that they would have to pay that number too? Or is it going to be a bunch of I think they lesser have to. known?
3: This is how you get people to sign up for your streaming service. Yeah. I think, you'll
1: I
0: think everybody already signs up for... for uh prime. I mean and then maybe. They get Prime video just because it's already there. Yeah. Like it's like that's why I had it gets like
3: ten bucks. Yeah.
1: I mean I'm sure we'll get a couple of A listers here and there, like Electric Dreams. I mean they had Brian Cranston. <laughs> there you go. There's your new
3: Gandalf the gray. <laughs> Science I'm, I'm, bitch. I'm not against it. I'll take Brian Cranston. He's gonna be Heisenberg the white. <laughs>
0: All right, so it sounds like there's some interesting things in the second age that we can definitely look forward to.
1: Oh, yeah. This This is when all the good shit happened.
0: Yeah. I'm going to say a lot of people think that the Lord of the Rings is pretty much the the good shit. No, you're going to see why why they had. Let's get into the (laughs) Silmarillion. Let's do it. Yeah, I was going to say that James Franco and and Stephen Colbert are going to be super excited about all this.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh,
1: he'll be in it for sure.
3: You think so? so? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which one? Stephen Colbert. Both probably. I think
3: Stephen Colbert. I don't think he put yeah. Jim Franco on anything. They just haven't really cleared up his stuff yet. He hasn't, but
0: people will
1: seem to be giving him a pass more than anything else. I think, I, I, did you see when uh when Liv Tyler was on not too long ago? When they on did the picture? Picture? Yeah, yeah and they reenacted the scene where uh it's her, her character Frodo. has Frodo on horseback. And no. he's, he's cradled in her arms. <laughs> oh, wow.
3: <laughs> she had the sword. <laughs> yeah.
1: And she says the light in Elvish, too, which, like, you know that gave him a chubby. <laughs> it
3: was good. It was good.
0: Uh, all right. Last story. Mm. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn of uh, Paper Girls yep. and Why the Last Man. Yes. And, and everything else. Everything good. Yeah. Uh, is, has been uh, hired to pen. Saga. The, oh, right, did Which say, is okay. directly applicable to this. Yeah, uh, there you go. He's hired to pen the the screenplay for a live action adaptation of Mobile Suit Gundam.
3: It's so good, guys, and I have no idea what Mobile Suit Gundam is, so but mobile, I know a lot
0: of did people Ready about about Player it. One. I did. Well, I movie? know what the one thing is. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I know of it. I don't just. I've never watched
3: any of it. The original Gundam series is essentially like a war series. Like it, it's in every way, shape, or form like a war anime. Um, don't get me wrong. They have like giant space robots and whatnot, but that's this is when giant space robots weren't a thing. That was like, no, we're just going to show just the giant space robots. <laughs> there, there's parts in there where like like Amuro, like the, the main character, he he's like dealing with the fallout of like a whole planet being destroyed, like his his home his home place uh being ruined Uh, there are people who are like war stricken like like terrible things are happening in this universe but it's an anime from like the 70s (laughs) it's crazy and it's really good
1: (laughs) it's really well done yeah really well written and it's it's it's, i mean to say that it's a long-lasting franchise also would be an understatement yeah because it's still going on like it's it changes i mean there's power rangers yeah (laughs) (laughs) which of course is also going on yeah Yeah. it's the japanese just know how to keep a series going Mm -hmm. they can reinvent it because it's it's the opposite of
0: like of the british that just do like one or two series of something and they're like they're done and And the series is five episodes
3: max anyway yeah
1: No, yeah, there's been so many iterations, and I mean, like, everybody that is a fan of Gundam has their favorite, and they'll also say that all oh, the others are inferior. Like, for me, that was Gundam Wing. Gundam Wing is very good, but why,
3: why is Hero such a dick all the
1: time? <laughs> well, you would be, too, if you were living out no. the outskirts. Hey, so, hey,
0: we have 30 seasons of The Simpsons here in America, so...
3: Yeah, we, we're, we're saying that this one's good. because Hey, I like The stuff. Simpsons still. I hate you. <laughs> I haven't seen The Simpsons in like 10 years. I, Yeah, you. I, I'm just constantly surprised it's still going. It's still it's good. Never, it's never going to go away. There's no way it goes away ever. They uh, have changed. I, I, mean, I was making a joke, but they haven't changed. Yeah. yeah. Political correctness is steeping in, man. Eh, now we can't okay. have a poo anymore. That's fine. You, like that, That's that's growing and changing, man. That's, yeah, exactly. When, when, when I was a little You're kid. Still,
0: Hank Azaria is still making a... Bootload, bootload of money off that show with, a bootload? with yeah bootload with his uh, whole trunk with uh
1: <laughs> that's the Canadian currency Quimby a and bootload and uh Mo Everyone else yeah he does he does like half the voices mm-hmm. out there I know it's ridiculous how he I I hope he gets paid per voice because no that's
0: they, ridiculous they do. he they, gets probably episodes yeah, time spent they all or get the the episodes that's the that's always the big thing too it's every year it's are they they're they're vying for a bigger contract mm-hmm. or whatever more money which they should. The show's been on for thirty years. They've they worked. They've done. They paid their dues. They've
1: owned it. They've earned it. Yeah, they've Mm -hmm. earned it. Was
0: Harry Harry Shearer was almost didn't come back for like the latest seasons
1: and stuff like that. that. Yeah, yeah, that was a. They convinced him to. I mean, they must have shoved a big paycheck to him to be like, yeah, come on. Or
3: or he got like just like no, no. no, We'll give some like preferential treatment for some screenplay that you wrote. Yeah. But yet they
1: they were perfectly fine with letting Mod go.
0: Yeah, I don't. Was that a person? Like, yeah, well, I know the character, but I mean, was that <laughs> oh, a, a person?
3: Oh, that, that was that was an important character. Yeah, they just RK made it so Flanders. that
0: Flanders was a divorce or a widow. A widow now, yeah. But then, you know, he got with uh, Mrs. Crabapple. But then that actress died.
3: <laughs> I didn't know he was with Mrs. Crabapple. Yep. Also, the fact that her name is Crabapple cracks yeah. me up.
0: Yeah, it's it's funny. <laughs> uh, all right, Brian watch, came watch on. that movie As, It's gonna be good.
3: Uh, do you think that they
0: just, they they just asked him to direct it?
3: dude it'd be cool he's dude he's he's done so many different things for so much there's no way that he doesn't have the potential for that
0: yeah i don't see why not like, He's
3: he's got to be pinning at least thumbnails for the comic book pages yeah. he's just involved in so much and i refuse to believe that fiona staples doesn't have help from people with how fast she fucking turns out comics oh. she does the spearhead spearheaded the archie stuff this, she was drawing saga at the same time as well as like 18 other comics at the same time <laughs> 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 She's too talented. Uh,
0: all right, so now we can get into Star Trek Discovery season um, one, episode uh, nine, ten, and eleven. Since we missed last week, we're gonna have three weeks this episode, three episodes this week, and then we'll have two episodes the next following two weeks, and then that will be the end of season one, and should be taking us almost close to the beginning of Game of Thrones season eight final season yeah all right game of or (laughs) Star Trek Discovery Uh, episode 9 was into the forest I go this was kind of the culmination of uh, all the political Klingon stuff we finally got to wrap up that story which I know when we were watching it we were very much like is this the end? What's going on here? I know we have a lot more of the season left, but uh, we're we're finishing up, and then season ten gets into uh, oh the ramifications of using this um, spore drive too much, plants us into a mirror dimension. Uh, I turned to John. I said, "You know what? They're going to spend the rest of the season in the mirror dimension." And I pr- I have to say this is this was probably their idea for season two. This is- but then they they were they like. Um, they were like, oh, it's a big hit. We're just going to make season one longer, and you guys can do your story
3: out here. Oh, I, I thought you meant like um, this is what the main stuff will be for that. I don't know. I kind of like that. So, so many TV shows and stuff have the same issue that every season has the one bad guy. You know who the bad guy is, and then you take out that bad guy. Right. I like that it's more than one thing per season.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, I like the shows that do a three or four episode arc of this is th- that story, and then after that, we go on to the next thing. It's not so much. Uh, it's not uh, episodic, and it's also not serial, mm-hmm. but it's a combination of both.
1: This was very jarring. Was <laughs> like, it the way it goes from the Klingon stuff to Dark the uh, Mirror Universe stuff? Right. And I'm still also requiring from those Klingon boobies. <laughs> that was just something I, I, I thought I wanted, but after I got it, that's right, it was, was more than I could handle. The five, the five extra dollars a month, just paid for
0: itself because you got to see Klingon boobs.
3: I feel like this is like when they cussed in the other episode. I was like you didn't need to do that. Yeah, <laughs> you just because you have a streaming service. Was it wasn't necessary. Yeah. I mean, this,
0: is, I, I, I get it. It you, you want people to feel like they're getting their money's worth. But then again, this is also Star Trek, which I don't want to be like one of these people. It's like, oh, we well, need to keep it the classic way. It was classic. It's like I always felt like Star Trek was a. And I'm not a big Star Trek fan, mm-hmm. but I always felt like it was a, uh, a family show. Yeah. Like as a movie, I can get it. You can get. You should be getting away with a little bit more because you're on the big screen. You know, people know with the ratings, like what they're getting into kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But as a TV show. You're not going to have your kids sitting in the room watching this with you.
3: Yeah. No, th- that was actually one of the, the issues I had with the show in general. Because, like, as a kid, like, watching Star Trek and stuff like that, like, as cheesy as it sounds, you learn some values. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you learn, like, oh, other person looks different from me, but we're the same on the inside. <laughs> you know? And that's what this whole show is about. But also, Klingon boobs and the cuss. And, and, and neck snapping. Yeah,
1: neck snapping. Yeah,
3: which,
0: which I'm also I also sound like a terrible American in that fashion. That oh, we're seeing nudity. That's not right for for little kids. But seeing them shoot each other and break each other's necks. It's not bad.
3: No, those those things are still all those things are also an issue that weren't a thing in the previous. season. That's true. Like yeah. that wasn't no, a big thing. We did
0: stunners. They did they stunned mm-hmm. the enemy. You know, we, we, they took captives and stuff like that. They didn't, or they took prisoners. They don't they didn't kill. But yeah, that's what we're we're seeing here.
3: Have uh, big questions about that stuff because that's not what these series Star Trek was supposed to be in the beginning.
0: That's true. That's not Roddenberry's dream.
3: Mm-hmm. Everything was supposed to be good. It was supposed to be an ideal future. Right. Don't so get me wrong. Let's show the fucked up part. But hey, maybe we have two series. One's a fucked up one. One's a happy one. Eh,
2: that's or true. Or we show
1: sure that there's still conflict, but the way we deal with it is more civilized. There you go. That's that's
0: that's what I think was the big dream. Is that you can? There's another way. There always is another way uh but we're getting a we're you're you are getting a a more i don't know if it's gonna be family friendly but a more less serious action pack series they're doing that um what's it called the uh, not ten Ford but it's called lower decks they're gonna i think it's what it's yeah. called there's gonna be a show i don't know if it's animated or not i, I don't think, think it was they animated. said that it might be animated was that a thing it I might be but it's going to be <laughs> uh, the rest the of the crew that is um Yeah, so i I mean that—that could be a show that they're gonna be able to do for that kind of thing, but I don't know.
3: But will they deal with any of like the big kind of stuff, like the overarching things? Are kind of what tell you stuff. Like there's that episode of The Next Generation where Trek or Trek, uh, Picard has to talk to the the one guy whose their whole language is built on like metaphors and other story pre-existing stories from their world. Is,
0: I don't know what that is.
3: Yeah, it's like he like I forget what the the thing is. The, but the whole every episode had a different story. Yeah, right, yeah. But they don't have. There's no way to establish communication because they're referencing previous stuff. Like their whole language is like raining cats and dogs, right? <laughs> and it's all metaphor. It and sounds things.
0: like the the aliens from uh, Galaxy Quest. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, <coughs> yeah. What were you saying,
1: John? Uh, I, was gonna, I was gonna say I'd be super happy if they had just like a Captain Tilly TV show <laughs> spinoff. That'd
0: be super so. I mean, we are behind the wheel, or behind the wheel, behind the curve. We don't know exactly what's going to happen at the end of season one. Tilly, as a
1: cadet, could die. I don't Why you gotta I, hurt me like that? Because I don't Want think you to I hurt
3: remember her. them talking yeah. about her being at the season two premiere. No, to uh, go. She <laughs> go. a
0: cadet. She's got to go back to Starfleet. Let's follow that trajectory. I see.
3: mean, <laughs> I didn't I,
0: actually. I've never understood. I've never been a big fan of Star Trek. I've I watched Enterprise, and that's about it. Uh, I did watch the first, the original series afterwards, but anyways, um, I was wondering why is there not a TV series about Starfleet, like in classrooms and stuff like that, or whatever yeah. happens at Starfleet.
3: I, they 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 delve into it in some of the series for different reasons. You know, they they show different things like uh, what's it, Red Squad and stuff like that, right. who are some of like the up and comers, uh-huh. you know, like the top what, class. Was that what Crusher was was a part of? He like joined Red Squad, but it was it was uh, there were some extenuating circumstances. Um, I, I don't remember if he, the joint Squad or if He's just like real close with those guys. Okay. Yeah.
0: See, like I, I don't know. To me, I think that would be an interesting TV show. But I agree. Who knows?
3: I agree. They 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 definitely struggled with the idea of like how do we put young people in the show?
0: Just don't just don't do like a
1: Saved by the Bell thing with it. I'll watch that. It would, <laughs> Jennifer Tilly. Well, not Jennifer Tilly? <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Tilly. Captain <laughs> Tilly. What Captain is
3: Jennifer you? Tilly. Captain. dude I? <laughs> uh,
1: that's even better. Like. You know how you don't think you can improve on an idea, <laughs> but then you have a breakthrough like
0: that. Wow! <laughs> we'll put
3: salted caramel on the chocolate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so um, we 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 finish up with the the Vulcans or not the Vulcans the, the Klingons. Klingons. Yeah, um, we have the death of Kovar. Culver. Culver.
3: Culver. Yeah. Is it the name of the the okay. guy who gets his neck snapped? Yeah.
0: No, okay. Oh, no, I wasn't talking about him. I was talking about the Klingon guy that um that uh didn't he die? The one that was kind of <laughs> destroying all the different houses of, of Klingon so that they'd all go underneath him?
3: Vok. No, No, Vok no the, the other guy the, the, the other guy who t- who took, took the stuff from, from Vok. Vok. Yeah. Okay. yeah.
0: Yeah, didn't he die?
3: Yes. Yeah,
0: he got blown up. Yeah, so I mean, that's kind of the end of that story. Like, it's literally just the end of that story.
1: Yeah, they blew up the, the corpse ship or whatever they called it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the ship of the dead? Yeah. Uh, okay. So, anything more about that, that
0: I mean, story?
3: That's, that's pretty much it because I think the, the Klingon Empire was like, it's already a thing. It, it, it'll continue to go on regardless of where this weird, like, culty group <laughs> is there or not. Uh, w- with that, was it um, L-
0: Lavelle? what's the female Laurel L'Re- Lorel. she she holds on to uh, Tyler as they're being beamed back to the discovery uh, after was it Tyler and Burnham well, yeah. were on the ship and they had to
1: we're jumping around a lot on the plot so yeah Burnham and Tyler got beamed onto the ship because they obviously the Klingon ships have cloak and they right. discovered that like they have Discover. a way to <laughs> like decrypt the the cloak algorithm or something but they need to there's a two-part plan so two people have to sneak on board plan a device that's super conspicuous it's it, that was <laughs> the weirdest part the thing stuck out like a sore thumb It has like all kinds of starfleet like markings on it, so you know exactly (laughs) what it is. And then, uh, so at the same time, Stamets has uh, well, Lorca has Stamets warping the ship all around the like 166 times, 136, I think, 136. Okay, that's what they said. Yeah, and like he's
0: like, I don't think I can do two more. And he's like, Oh, you have to do 136.
1: And he's like, Oh, yeah, like it's hurting him like physically. Yeah, he's he's taking a toll. Like this is uh, definitely wiping him out, and we've already seen earlier that it's starting to affect his mind a little bit, with um, him seeing like alternate futures or something. Like at one point before any of this happens, he did refer to Cadet Tilly as Captain. Mm-hmm. Right, and and we talked about that. Yeah, and he was like, "What?"
3: And Which they, we did get an answer for, I think. Well, I yes. think we
1: get an answer for it now. Yes, yeah. in this in this current episode, the third one that we watched, it definitely talks about that. So, yeah, he's he's running around, jumping the ship back and forth, and it's killing him and everything. And finally, they get what they need, whatever coordinates, they blow the hell out of the ship. During that time, Tyler starts to have some uh, repressed memories come mm-hmm. back. Um, this is where we start to see those first glimpses of uh, clean-on boobs. And
0: <laughs> So essentially what, what we find out is that Tyler is a sleeper cell. Yeah. So to speak. Uh, for some reason, the doctor that's married to um, Stannis, so that's Culver. Culver. Yeah. Um, he uh, he says that, hey, look, they did a bunch of things to your organs. Like all your organs essentially have other DNA around them. Yeah. Laurel definitely did some things to his organ. <laughs> and then uh, that's when you, I mean, putting it together with more stuff is that. Uh, Science made it so that uh Science Bach is also inside the body of Tyler or Science. Maybe Tyler's not even there anymore. They he either he's a Klingon that thinks he's human, he's or wh- he's a human that has a lot of Klingon memories.
3: He's wearing a Tyler suit. He's wearing a Tyler suit. What's wrong with you, Egger? <laughs> <laughs> it's like he was wearing Egger skin. <laughs> So yeah, I, I, that's how I process that one. Like basically, they were like, "Oh, well, I mean, the kitties are pretty much the same. Let's put this kidney here." Like, okay, cool, cool, yeah. <laughs> But I mean, that would that would
0: insinuate that Klingons essentially have all of their memories in every one of their cells, kind
3: of I, thing. I think he's got the other brain, okay, or something in there, and then they did some like uh like what what is what's the reference I'm looking for here? Frankenstein? Uh, some, some clockwork orange oh. stuff to like put a little bit of Tyler over the top, you know, oh, they, okay. they, they reskin to the OS.
1: Yeah. Well, speaking of reskinning to me, it kind of sounded like, cause they said that they have to go in and crush his bones and like, yeah, do a, a bunch of stuff. It almost sounded like they just took literally the skin of Tyler and just fit over Fox the Klingon body, body inside yeah like they just basically shoved it in and compressed it as much as they could and how that also affects his brain I don't know because clearly Tyler has memories of being a human mm-hmm. but then there's that other part that sounds like it's more like some kind of mental implant than, because yeah. I would imagine like I mean unless they really have super good like brain surgery like I would imagine well maybe they just put like his medulla oblongata or something his, in there. Yeah. But, like, that's still what it makes sense. Like, it sounds more like they put his spirit inside his body than some kind of physical part of him that has his memories.
3: I mean, don't get me wrong. They, they have, like, one captive Vulcan who just does some mind transfer bullshit. It's, it is it is Star Trek at the end of the day. Yeah. It, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> but I, I agree, though. I think that they definitely took out, like, the redundant hearts and stuff like that and then t- put that stuff into this guy. Yeah.
0: I don't, I look. It it's,
3: might it, still be around. Klingons have like two of everything. Well, that's the thing. Except was, for like, spines. I
0: don't know. I didn't understand. When did this happen? Like well, it, during those seven months, apparently. Is mm-hmm. The seven Oh what? But see, I'm saying the last time I saw him, he was being. He
1: was uh, on that ship. On that ship by himself with with, with Lorel. Um They were left on the remains of the Discovery. Uh, not the Discovery. The Shenzhou.
0: Okay. So then
3: how him. does he get back to the, the, the ship of the dead? I mean, how, how did, what's his name, in Mud, get to where he has a, I guess a space a sh- whale and whatnot? That's true.
1: It happens. And a time-traveling device.
3: <laughs> yeah. The universe provides. I guess.
1: <laughs> Ask and thou shalt receive. <laughs> I'm
0: just saying, I, th- I feel Bayless like the, the Klingons run a ship a tighter ship than the, the humans do, or the Starfleet does, so
1: or they have better tech and like surgical technology. They definitely do have that. So. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's not even a single scar on Tyler's body.
3: Well, this definitely so There's just the part where he has no chin though. It's also interesting. <laughs> it's interesting because they definitely try
0: and play up these episodes when he's having regressions mm-hmm. um as a PTSD D thing. It was weird. But it's it was, not. It's yeah. not PTSD. It's it's the the rightful um personality coming to presenting yeah presenting itself kind of thing so i don't know how you rectify
3: that it's really odd the whole thing that seemed to have triggered it was him just hearing oh in this one yeah like what yeah Yeah, there's my true but then it's also it's also seeing his his own face i mean that part definitely yes i just i don't know dude it's weird the way they decided to show this happening i didn't i didn't like and also they acted it poorly. <laughs> That's true.
1: And Klingon boobies.
0: So then we have the Mirror Universe. We have in the Mirror Universe, Michael Burnham is that their version of Michael Burnham is presumed dead after the after having to track 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 tra- tra- down Lorca. their version of Lorca cuz <clears throat> um, he is an enemy of the state or of the Terran Empire. Yeah. Um, she it comes with the idea of uh, bringing in her Lorca as a captive, and she's going to be the captain of the Shinzu, and uh, you know she has to kill the captain that's currently there because he's going to try and kill her because that's the way the life is in the Terran Empire. If yeah. either you're in charge or people are trying to kill you,
3: I mean that's pretty much what or happens in all of thing. the other universes. I always have some big questions about how every single mirror universe thing always ends up with like everyone who's on the crew is essentially alive except for like one person, mm-hmm. you know. Butterfly effect dictates that like one person dying way back in the day means everything would be different. <laughs> but still, somehow in every single series we have, pretty much all the players are the same. There's just a goatee here and there.
0: Yeah, this is and this is also the thing I brought up too when we were watching the episode. Is like I know that Kirk takes place after this, so. Yeah. There, they might not if, even if they reported that they had this incursion with this mirror universe. If mm-hmm. they the, these people wouldn't, but Enterprise had a a mirror u- universe mm-hmm. episode. Like, did they not report that and be like, "Hey, um, you know, there's another dimension.
3: These things happen.
0: It, it this just, is the it, Terran Empire,
3: warping between universes and stuff like that." Just that is super top secret. They put it away. Even the, Ad, the admiral of Starfleet, like some admirals know. But no one else does. Because okay. bouncing between universes would have so many other implications. I like mean... Technology, the, other bad guys. The
0: Vulcan Science Council says time travel is not possible. Yep. But we uh, we see that happen a few times. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it just seems like they're always in the bl- the black... Or they're always in uh, the, the, the shadows or, you know, in the dark. That's what I was looking for mm-hmm. about what's going on over there. But they found a data um, module on one of the busted ships that the Mirror Universe's Discovery destroyed before they showed up. And on that was all the information they needed about the Terran Empire and what uh, Michael Burnham and Lorca were doing and stuff like that. So they start copying stuff. They start uh, fabricating the uniforms. They fabricate the the side of the ship and all that good stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know.
3: It's it. It's it seems it, the
0: disguises convenient. seem a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little too convenient.
1: Yeah, the the way that they're able to mobilize and just retrofit the ship, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, our warp or our quantum signature is completely different. Let's uh, change something so we can match it." Now we don't arouse yeah. suspicion. I'm like, that's my biggest problem I've had with the show so far is they can science. Anything. Yeah. They because got, it's so far standards. in the
0: future that it's it can be anything. There's
1: yeah, like the only real challenge they come up with is say, Oh well, is this ethically right because we're the good guys? You know, and, and there's certain things that we shouldn't do, but we totally can. <laughs> and, and that's like it's yeah.
0: But I also mean. wouldn't a ship that's in this Terran Empire. That's all about destroying enemies, because it's obviously Starfleet in our universe is all about exploration and you know
3: science vessels. Yeah,
0: science vessels. But the one over here would be all about one. It shouldn't be called Discovery. Two, oh. it shouldn't. It should have missiles and guns and turrets out the wazoo. But they don't have that.
3: Well, there's one part they showed a ship today. I don't know if it was the Shenzhou or the Discovery, but there it just had like this like big gun affixed to the front.
0: Oh yeah, that was the yeah. Yeah, it was a Shenzu, yeah.
3: yeah. So it was that.
1: Okay, <clears throat> I don't know. Well, I like the, that also though. happens in like the Next Generation when they do a couple of episodes where there's like alternate dimensions or whatever happening, mm-hmm. and they do show that like the Enterprise was more warlike. Like, yeah. I think it even had a cloaking device in one episode. Um, so that is a thing. So yeah, it makes sense that the Discovery. But then again, they're also being really careful about not letting anyone get too close to the Discovery. Um, you know, at first, they would only do audio communications, um, and we even had Lorca, you know, we talked a, bit, a little bit beforehand how Lorca had to disguise his voice to sound Scottish because they weren't sure, one, if he was in this reality, and two, if he was, like, a wanted person or not, which it turns out that he is. Or he could have been high, he could have
0: been high command at that point. Yeah, yeah so well, they
1: had to, like, make him do a Scottish accent, which sounded really funny.
0: Yeah, I, th- I mean, he's, he says he's part of engineering, so it's... Uh... It's definitely... um, Scotty reference. A wee bit of a reference. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we're two episodes into the Mirror Universe. Obviously, I'm assuming that this is going to go out to the end of season one. We know of some of the ramifications just because of following news of what's going to happen, what's happening in season two and then beyond with... uh, the Philippa from that universe. Mm-hmm. We just now were introduced to the Philippa in the episode that we just watched. She has a sword. She has a sword in very ornate armor, and yeah. she's the emperor and all that good stuff. um Anything you're looking forward to with the rest of uh, the Mirror universe? Obviously, the Stamus from this universe is now talking to the Stamus from our universe in the forest of the Mycelial, the mycelial my- the my- Network. Mycelial mm-hmm. Network, okay. Uh, and then we also saw a flash forward, so to speak, because we, we saw um, uh, Stamis holding his husband dead's body yeah. and like, he's like, I can see the
1: forest now kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that was that's... at the beginning of the episode and that was really weird. Because it's definitely out of place. It looks like, yeah, that's why I was like, are we watching the right episode or are we in the right order again? Because yeah. it looks like the Discovery was in a state of disrepair. It looked abandoned. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It looked dark. Mm-hmm. We see somebody in a hallway doing some kind of welding and yeah, he's in the the sick bay with uh, Colbert's body, and he's like mumbling to himself about how he can see the forest. And we're like, "What is going on here?" Which also, I mean, Colbert's body should
0: not just be hanging around. No, <laughs> not at all. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a
2: little. There could confused be another about, dimension.
1: They did talk about multiple dimensions. Well, I was thinking maybe is this there? was maybe this was the uh, the mirror universe discovery on our side. So their version
0: of Stamus who's also with Culver and
1: he's also dead? Yes. That's a possibility. I mean, that's very, very highly unlikely, but <laughs> I mean, that that's the only thing. Like I said, it, it was weird. Just a really weird cold open that didn't really seem to tie into the rest of the show except for the forest part, mm-hmm. which only makes sense at the very end. But clearly, these are two very different situations because on the one hand, you have him in the... The, the sport room, whatever they call that, that warp drive room. Right. Um, that's where he is. He seems like he's going to die, but then miraculously comes back <laughs> almost exactly on time with your uh, your countdown.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. It was that, was, countdown. that was true.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, like that, how those two things interact, maybe it was a bit of a jump forward. I didn't thought about that. Which means that maybe there's going to be some problem with him meeting his doppelganger in the mycelial network.
0: True, because we tend to we tend to think of the mirror universe because of the f- the original uh, series version. Uh, all those guys are bad guys, so yeah, you t- we got to think that the stamina of their universe is going to be bad and double-handed and, and do something, you know, bad to get the two of them to work together, kind of thing.
3: That's fair. I don't know. I, I think that this might be the place where they talk about. The moral ambiguity of what's bad and what's good.
0: I that would you be know? that would be the interesting thing for the show to do. I hope so. We'll see if that happens. <laughs> uh anything else that you're interested in for those last four episodes?
1: I think that there's gonna be some kind of plot twist with Lorca just based on the the little screen. The that they have, yeah, for the episodes. He's wearing some really ornate armor as well, and it seems to man and he's in the throne room, like right next the to the throne. Yeah. I think that he was sent on some kind of mission by the uh, Giorgio to go after Burnham.
3: Oh, and he was successful. So, he's
0: a double agent. Yes. Or a undercover agent.
3: It would make sense for why they're giving Philippa her own show. Yeah. she's not actually a bad guy. But,
0: yeah, exactly. So, she's not going to actually be a bad guy. Yeah. So Or... I'm, I'm, when they bring her, she happens to come back. She's a, a prisoner and they're like, well, she has a lot of experience. Maybe it's not a good idea to just to keep her, you know, not use her, use the resources that we have. Kind
3: it's, of. A, it's, it's Michael Burnham. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. I guess that's true. You can't do that
3: again. She's got to be a good guy. I, I don't know. It could go either way. Also, maybe she's just actually the Philippa from the original universe. universe. That's not going to happen. Maybe. <laughs> Next time yeah, maybe, on... We'll find out. We'll find <laughs> out. Uh, all right, guys.
0: Um, if you have anything you want to add to about Discar- Star Trek Discovery, we can, you can talk to us. Um, I am on Twitter. I'm at Michipedia G-E-M. G-E-M stands for Elite Media. Uh, John is also on Twitter as...
1: I am at Magic Bollocks. And please tell me, how do you feel about Klingon boopies? Because he's
0: going to be talking about it for a while. <laughs> yes,
3: true.
0: Uh, Steven can be found.
3: You can find me on Twitter.com slash... Peppermint Gent. That's me. I'm slowly coming back. <laughs> um, yeah. It's true. Also, you can find me on twitch.tv slash mod20gaming, MOD20gaming. That's right. It's a good time to play DD. Uh,
0: the rest of Geekly Media is at Geeklyte Media on Twitter, at Geekly Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geekly Media is our Facebook page. Check out our website, geeklypedpedia.com, for archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geeklyte Media Network. But until next time, this is the Geeks Watch on the Geek Elite Media Network saying, always remember
1: to... Geek
2: Geek Out! We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.
1: Hey, this is John from Geek Elite Media, and this podcast is being brought to you by Cuts by Candace. Candace Gist is a hairstylist that will work with you to get the right look. She uses her 18 years of experience to understand my needs and is the only one that comes near my hair. Mention our promo code Geek Out when making your appointment through the end of March 2019 and you will get 10% off your hair services. Follow Cuts by Candice on Facebook and
2: Cuts by Candice 3 on Instagram and start looking the best you you can.